Welcome to the Danger Room, a place to prepare for the opponents you are yet to face. We discuss strategy and how to level up your game in Marvel Crisis Protocol. We will have our Xavier Protocol segment, some hot takes discussing something new and shiny, and our main topic of the week. We would like to begin by thanking you, the listener, for giving us your time to listen to our opinions of the game. On the podcast, we have Jacob, Sploosh, and myself, Dizzard. Well, welcome back to another week of The Danger Room, and a happy Easter week to everybody listening. Um, And we have a show for you today. Um, We're going to go ahead and begin with some brief hot takes on Domino. Um, I'm going to do something different this week, and I'll actually start with Domino instead of passing it to Sploosh, because it's it's a good time. Um, I love Domino. I think she is a great character, and within X-Force and X-Men. Um, she really just shines. Um, this Anywhere she can also get rerolls on top of what she does already because of her, oh, probability manipulation. Um, being able to get extra rerolls on top of being able to spend the power. As long as she has power, is she's just going to be just... I guess the best way to look at it is almost like a variable compounding interest is the way I kind of look at it because it's like... It has a chance to be super spiky, but it also could be absolutely nothing because you could be doing a block with her and roll three hits, and you absolutely got nothing at that point. Um, but I absolutely think that she's absolutely fun to play with, and I think she might be, in my opinion, one of the most spikiest characters now because of the four dice rapid fire and that ability. Um, that's really what it comes down to. She's a super spiky, super dice reliant on your dice going good for you and giving her rerolls just makes her a lot better um what do you think jacob so i I agree to an extent uh i think she does what she does she does very well i think she's very good on damage and i've got some stats which we're going to dig into in the xp section later um my so she does that very well, and she's very good at dishing out damage relatively consistently. So I'm not sure, I can see what you mean about spiking because you can get some like crits into crits into crits kind of kind of thing going on. Uh, but just generally, her her base level of damage, her average level of damage is really high. So just by herself, she's a really high damage dealing three threat character, probably the highest damage dealing three threat we've got. Um, I think Zemo might be up there in Valkyrie and do ridiculous things when she's got power. But certainly when she hasn't got great great amounts of power, she can still do a lot of damage. Uh, I think if you think about it, though, and think about rosters, where she fits in a roster, she's got no effects that move people around. She basically isn't playing the secure game except by dazing people. So what I can see is there are teams that will really love her. I think uh, someone like Black Order, she'd slot great into there, maybe replacing uh, like at the 18 threat. You go for like the core three with the gem layout you want and then Domino to make it 18. I can see that being really strong, really powerful. Uh, extra dice from Thanos, brilliant for her. But if you're not going about killing someone and that's at least part of your list focus maybe you're planning a strategy on uh, a b-shape secure and you've got well this is my control side and i'm going to play these move aroundy characters and this is my kill side where i'm just going to go and kill them if you want a more of a versatile list that's able to respond better 
if you're not focusing on killing people, if you're playing a kind of list that doesn't want to make attacks, then obviously she's got no place. So whilst I think she's very, very good, I completely agree with you, I think there's a lot of lists that just aren't going to be taking her. I can see Wakanda not liking her because it's she does kind of bottleneck a little bit on like the power. You want to generally be using your power every time for probability manipulation. I think obviously like a, a random grenade bounce is pretty cool. Um, but I don't think you want to be spamming grenade bounce too often. Of course, board depending, situation depending. Maybe you don't want to get any closer because you'll just die. But um, usually in an ideal format, you're going to do like one grenade toss and then hopefully get a lot of pistol shots off for the rest of the game. Um, and then usually, you know, you're doing your pistol shot, you gain a power, you maybe don't spend it every attack, but let's say you're spending it like every two attacks. So probably you're throwing your kind of power back into the pool. So then that's just ten, gen, in my experience, that tends to be where all her power goes. The only way you're getting like extra power is when you're starting mm -hmm. to take hits and then now you have extra and like, what do you do with that extra power? So maybe that's where. I guess well, Wakanda would fit I think her, her a little bit. I think her extra but... power just goes into her, her survivability because you just... Oh, that's true. Yeah. Good point. Right. Cause it, exactly. Because, um, you know, the th it's weird when you spend power to protect yourself because that often means you don't take many hits, which means that power just kind of disappears, right? It's not like you get it back. Um, so it's kind of like a, a pit that you're, spent, you're throwing your power into this pit and you're not getting any return, you know? Where... You know, with with builders, you're gaining power mm -hmm. in theory. She doesn't really have a builder, so she's never really spiking and gaining power. But I don't know. When I play her, um, I'm happy to spend, and, and I, I feel that I only get like a skull yeah. here and there, and I'm using that power for the skull. And like you said, the extra power goes for when she yeah. gets attacked, and then all of that just gets dumped in. So she, I don't often feel like she's flooded mm -hmm. with power. Um, I, I think the so most yeah. I've ever had I, her at one point, like five power, and then it's gone. Like as soon as she either activates or she gets attacked, you're spending two to three of it. She has a thing where if she's within range three of someone, do you do like one grenade and then do you do pistols after yep. the grenade or you just do double pistol? That's more of a Jacob question. I don't know if you have a gut feeling on that, Jacob. My instinct is throw the grenade when like that's your best choice. Like for example, you're at range four. But if I'm in range three of someone, I'm tempted to just go all in on pistols if I can. Uh, I think that's what I would be inclined to do as well, yes. Yeah. Um, oh, and I guess it's absolutely worth saying that uh, things tend to go my way is probably like the secret, one of the best things she does. Um, you're roughly removing like a sort of like a half a die roll off your opponent and you're sort of adding half a die, you know, well, when and then the other way around when they attack you versus when you yeah. attack them um there's like a secret value there is i guess what i'm trying well, to say that is really great you really have to like be super mindful of it though because you I, I, like almost every time i've played domino so far i probably have to remind my opponent at least twice like yes. at least twice you know I, i've had them in like the same attack string like don't roll the crit okay sorry and then they like they attack again like right after, and I'm like, don't roll the crit. I've, <laughs> it's like you have to be. On I've their had case, that happen quite a few times because it's, it's it's new. People aren't used to it yet. Um, but no, I I like you're basically limiting your opponent's potential to spike against her, and it almost makes them not want to attack her and attack somebody different that they know they can get the damage and get the power off of. Um, 
So I think like she for a three threat character, like she is deceptively tanky and deceptively like like Jacob said, in my opinion. I in my opinion, I think she is the biggest damage dealer for a three threat. Um I think she takes out Valkyrie and Zeal. I think she has the higher ceiling. Um, but her it it's just Zemo and Valkyrie are more consistent. Um, that's my opinion on that, though. Uh, no, I agree with what Jacob said. I think she's more consistent in that, like, you're more often going to get, like, say, two hits yep. or three hits in your in your four dice pool. But, like, Valkyrie could just go, like, nutty, hit you for 12 yep. or something. And, like, of course, with power mm-hmm. pending, right? Um, so I, I think Valkyrie's probably got one of the higher top ends. I, Val- Zemo's definitely somewhere in the middle of the two. I, I don't. I don't think it's worth arguing like who's the top. I think we can just agree that it's like Domino, Zemo, Valkyrie are kind of like the upper echelon of three threat murderers, and they they do. Valkyrie can miss uh, throw people off of things. You know, it's worth noting Domino and uh, Zemo are similar in that they cannot relocate opponents, and you know having that option is pretty nice. Um, and, and I will say, uh, when I play uh, Corvus, I really hate attacking Domino because you're doing the one fourth percent, you know, crit roll, and uh, Corvus mm-hmm. really does feed off of rolling in extra dice. And attacking Domino is just kind of yeah. frustrating because it's like you feel like even if you kill her, you feel like she kind of like soaked more damage than she deserved. Um, and I, I mean, I guess that's a strength of hers. I also would find myself almost never using Lucky Shot. It, what kills it for me is the wild stun. If it was just like you always stun them, I think I would definitely consider it a lot more. But kind of like trying to get lucky on a wild is not where I'm at. Uh, and Unless I'm really flooded. And even then, it's kind of like, eh, is it worth a gamble? Like I, I have a higher chance of just maybe auto-pistoling for I more damage. I think if, if that attack... The was it lucky shot? Um, if that was a range five, like it was like a sniper rifle attack, I think it'd be way more useful. Um, I have yet to actually use that attack in a game, so I've I've not been like enticed to ever use it. So that's that's my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Like her, you know, I I'll, I'll say this too. I another reason I find it very unlikely I'll even have the power for lucky shot is because I'm probably like. Well, I guess it depends on what I'm rolling, but I'm probably spending a lot of power just trying to keep her not dead. So, and as I said earlier, that power is kind of falling into the drain. So, it's I I don't find that she's sitting on like eight or more power. It's just so ridiculously rare in my experience. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, um well, to yeah. wrap up our discussion on Domino, I have two questions for you guys. Um, the first one is, give me your top affiliation that you would want to play her in. We'll start with Jacob. Yeah, I really like her in Black Order. I think that's great. Um, and I think maybe... I haven't had enough experience with this, but another damage dealing affiliate. Oh, Cabal. Yep. Let's go with Cabal, actually. Cabal what about great. you, Sploosh? Uh 100% X-Men. Her, the fact that everything she does is range 3 fits perfectly with their cover system. I'm going to be really curious to see if she's in A-Force. Theoretically, she should be. But that doesn't mean yeah. she will be. Um, and I don't even know an A fortified player, but she's so good, I'd definitely consider yeah. it. Um, for me, I think if I had to pick two, um, definitely X Men. I think she she makes it really hard for any other three slot character besides Beast to want to be in that slot. Like 
I used to run Taskmaster all the time. She's definitely got that spot now. Um, and then I'll just honorable mention X Force because I've been playing so much X Force lately, and she's great there. But it's kind of just like we're she's made to be um i love her there but then my second choice is definitely cabal i think cabal might be like her best home just because of that power gain okay yeah cabal's the you know team nra yeah. over there with everybody brings pistols <laughs> so yeah no it's nasty you know um all right so uh moving on uh jacob what do you got for us this week for your xavier protocol segment as hinted, I've got I've started running some numbers on Domino, and there's there's a lot of numbers to run, and it's complicated. So I have this is part one, and hopefully we'll hit part two uh, next week. But I've started running the numbers and figured out a way to, to do that for Domino. So uh, just looking at her basic pistol attack, uh, and assuming that she has one power, so this is you know the move up, take a shot. What what's it look like? What are my chances? Um, so the first thing to know is on four dice in that first roll, you've got a 41% chance of hitting one of those skulls that you would want to see in order to then explode off. So what Sploosh was saying about, I think you kind of said it was about 50-50. It's a little bit, little bit less often than 50% of the time that you hit that skull in when you're using the pistols. Um, so... Then you've got, if you haven't hit a skull, you're like, well, do I spend this power to, because I maybe roll a skull on some of the crits that I rolled? So there's, it's, it's pretty, un, pretty unlikely. But just to say that's the first thing to put out there. Less than half the time, she's going to be using this power uh, based on a four dice attack. Clearly, as you roll more dice, that's going to go up, but I haven't done those numbers yet. When you look at it, though, so if you've got that one and you say, I am going to spend that one if I roll a at least one fail, so that 41% of the time, and then you've got the crit dice, uh, if, you, if you do spend it, then I've run the numbers on what that looks like, and the spread of damage looks better than a five dice attack. So, for example, your chance of getting, uh, it's pretty much 2 to 3% across the board until you're looking at, well, what's my chance of getting five or more hits on four dice? Then it dips below by like 1%. But it's really, really good. So, so you can kind of consider, as long as you've got one power available to spend, you can consider her pistol attack to be a five dice attack. The maths are even better. So she'll get as many hits, um, typically 3% of the time more often. All right, um, that's pretty interesting. It's it's just crazy because like again, like I've been playing X Force a lot recently, and like what you're saying definitely shows in my games. Um, like again, like her card, like you see, like you look at the the basic like raw stats of her card, and you're just like, okay, yeah, she's just pistol shot, cool. Like she's she's all right. Then like you just throw in that ability, and it just completely just amps up so much. Um, like I've had her one shot cap. Like it's it's insane. Um, granted, that's spiky, and I guess I'm super known for having spiky dice. Uh, but it's she's so much fun to play. Um, so moving moving mm-hmm. on to the topic of the week, uh, we're going to be talking about the next TTS um, team tournament format. Uh, Norbert has put out some different rules and restrictions with this one. And Jacob, if you don't mind going over the certain restrictions that we're going to be focusing on today and the main premise of this episode. Sure. So uh, Sploosh and I were joined by Suna and uh, did uh, had a great time playing 
in the last uh, team tournament. This one's slightly different. Previously, you could take uh, two cards across your entire roster. So you could have two characters in different rosters and you could have two of, two of the same crises in different rosters and two of the same tactics cards in different rosters. But you were limited to only one affiliation each. So you couldn't have people doubling up on affiliations that they were going to play. What they're trying out now is a Highlander version where that's limited to one. Uh, and I think the real pinch point we're going to see there is in crises. We have only got nine extract crises and 10 secure crises. So across the three rosters, you've got to play all nine extracts and you've got to play all but one of the secures. So I think it's going to make team building interesting. And so I thought it would be interesting for us to like live build our team. We've done very little prior discussion. We've got some basic ideas coming in, um, but we haven't really gone through this. So this might we might find that this is incredibly difficult. or We might find this is incredibly easy. Let's find out. Well, uh, to start with, I think I would want to start with this um, extracts and secures. Because I totally agree. Yeah. You want there's there's actually a very limited amount of them. You would get exactly nine total extracts, and then you have one extra uh, secure, so ten. So you'd cut one, I guess. Uh, so you might as well su split them up. To me, um, the most obvious. I'm just gonna say the most obvious, and I'll leave it to you guys to say where we go next. But in my opinion, Wakanda Herb Scroll and Alien Ship is kind of like screams Black Order, and they just love those so much. It feels wrong to like not consider that as an option immediately. Totally agree. I think the way to approach this is to think about primary, secondary, or like best two, because you never need to play that third crisis. So you've got to pick three, but you only have to be, well, do you know what? I'm going to play one of those two. So that's one way of thinking about it. I think you start with, well, what are my best two? What are my best two? What are these best two? Uh, and sort of try and group them together. But I totally agree. Black Order, I'd say Alien Ships and probably Scrolls would be the two I'd pick there. I've kind of got a little uh, thing in my, and be in my bonnet from uh, Wakandan Herbs where that might go. Yeah, so, uh, Herbs might not belong. And it's possible you could do, so funny enough, I think Mutant Extremist is like really bad for Black Order, but you could put it in that list knowing you'll never play it. Because like you said, you don't actually need it. It puts you in a bit of a bind if maybe you like, like a threat value against a certain opponent and you can't play it. But yeah. that, so, that so, is certainly worth considering, especially if Irv's just is better for another team that needs to be more flexible. I, I agree, but at the, at the same time, I wouldn't even put Senators in there yet. I would just go, right, these are the two we're going to play and we're, we're thinking maybe Black yeah. Order for that. And then we go, sure. right, let's, let's maybe think about another team that we think is going to work well with this. So I guess our rationale there is we've got to play some of these RNG, random number generator, uh, extracts. Who's going to do best with those? Now, maybe you spread those out as your third crisis across the roster. So you can kind of diffuse that and you just go, well, no one's going to play them. Maybe that's an option. But I think leaning into it is probably a stronger idea. So a secondary option would be, of course, running like Web Warriors with like Enchantress and just double down on the like force people to grab them and steal them. The problem with that strategy is Web Warriors generally want to play a fast game and those objectives create slow situations well, at I, times. I don't think that's awful for Web Warriors, actually, because what you do then is you say uh, if they don't turn up, which they might not, this is a secure only game. And who's great at secures? Web Warriors. So... If they Fair. turn up, I've got the tech to steal them. If they don't turn up, then I'm going to slowly win. On I'm going to slowly win. Maybe they haven't got the longevity to stall that out long enough for that to work. But I don't think that's necessarily an awful plan. 
Also, one in three of your opponents is going to play demons downtown, so you may just dodge it. Right. Yep, you can, yeah, with the pairing matchup, you can make sure that you don't get demons, yeah. Okay, well, um, do we want to, is there anyone else that would enjoy those that you wouldn't, because, like, in my opinion, Black Order feels like kind of an obvious affiliation to play in this format right now, just because of how different they are, but maybe I'm yeah. too focused on that. Is there an alternative? I mean, Spider Foes kind of play something similar, maybe if you wanted, like, a Alexa White style Thanos Spider Foes roster, I can see running those extracts in that as well. Uh, or um, you wanted to play like a, a nine threat Thanos in your affiliation of choice. Those would be great with that. Too. I think another one to look at mm. would be uh, Thanos Guardians. Um, they don't mind alien ship because you could run super wide because how cheap they are. And same thing with scrolls; they can kind of just mosh the board. Yeah. I think that's possible. But I think of those, if we're thinking about this competitively, I think Black Order is the one oh, that yeah, jumped absolutely. out at me as the best. <laughs> so I think we'd, that's our starting point, is those two extracts, and we're, we're trying to sort of lock in Black Order. Um, so if we do some more extracts, what do we think goes together well? Mm, I mean, I don't hate the idea that somebody just all in tired muscle play Infected Panic plus something else. So... Maybe panic infected or yeah, spider infected and panic are just locked together as two, and then don't worry about the four or the third as much. I think that's possible, yeah, because again, hired muscle is a singleton card, so they can't run hired muscle. One, you know, two thirds of their team doesn't have hired muscle. I think the obvious thing to do there is pair it up with Fisk as well. Um, yeah, and then maybe that Fisk, and then you're starting to think, well, who's good on Fisk? Maybe Criminal Syndicate. Criminal Syndicate are good because then we've got like two bad guy factions. We've got Black Order and we've got Criminal Syndicate, and we can just take whichever of the good guy factions that we want to pair with that. And there's not going to be much in the way of crossover. Also, if you look at the characters that Criminal Syndicate wants to take, there's nearly no crossover with the characters that Black Order wants to take. I mean, everyone wants to take Koye because she's great, but yeah, you know that's going to be Medusa. Yeah, potentially, but even then, I don't think they need Medusa, and I'm, I think she's no. going to be better in Criminal Syndicate than she is in Black Order. I think there's other decent four-threat options in Black Order. Right. So you're saying, though, play Hired Muscle with Criminal Syndicate? Oh, okay, I get your point, because you also have the alternative of Fisk. Yeah. And and that's just a windmill slam. Yeah. yeah. That, that would make me want to play, like, Angela, perhaps, yeah. in Criminal Syndicate, where normally I wouldn't. Because like I think I don't Criminal Syndicate's one of the weaker hired muscle teams is the thing. That's true. Is that true? Yeah, I suppose that's true. Um, yeah, you can have just any character you like. I mean, have a I don't know. Uh, I, what you want is two power. So what about someone like Hella, who you wouldn't normally play in Criminal Syndicate, but I think she's quite decent. She's relatively tanky. She starts with two power. She's got a large base. She can do the double move hired muscle and she's relatively safe yeah it's interesting it's not as good as angela it might medusa. mean you're kicking out medusa in that roster if we were playing with the idea of having her in that roster but uh you also have lockjaw for sure i, I think lockjaw is acceptable in he's, criminal syndicate he's great in criminal syndicate and i think that kind of but then where i was heading with this idea was i think uh you can do if you've got lockjaw you can do a really cool herbs play um, maybe mm. you throw Toad in there and you've got Lockjaw, Toad, and you've got the Criminal Syndicate being able to just pass off the, the herb because it's it's a thing they do. Yeah. They have a second part of their leadership, people. 
So that that seems fun. So you add herbs to the, as the third. You throw in fisk, terrigen, and something. And that, that's what the like, thing is, yeah. Yeah, that actually sounds really good. Actually, you're starting to convince me. Um, yeah, and and yeah, I guess that that works for me. I I don't know. Like when I played Criminal Syndicate, I don't. I never really even considered trying to use hard muscle or the. And I know talking to Sooner, he didn't seem too high on it being the best as far but that even could be a bait right like yep. it, imagine everyone's winning priority and then choosing to secures and you're just like guess i fisk every game you need to extract <laughs> to stop your hard muscling here yeah. yeah they 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 ban you from extracts thinking oh i don't want him to do hired muscle and you're like the whole time snickering because you have fisk and you're like okay this is what i wanted anyway um you know yeah yeah uh, so that kind of leaves us with good guy factions as what's left. If we say we've got a Black Order, we've got a Criminal Syndicate, so you can go pretty much anyway. But I think probably the only lock you've got in there is Angela, because you've got things like uh, Struggle for the Cube, Montessi Formula, and maybe we switch Spider Infected over there. I don't know. Um, uh, because she's great on all of those, just running up and stealing the middle thing and running away. So uh, what we have left... What do we have left? We have uh, cubes, Montesi, uh, hammers, and uh, senators. I think you can also uh, narrow it down a bit by starting to look at secures. So we've done a couple of secures for our criminal syndicate faction. What about uh, Thanos probably wants demons going down. It's a nice big threat value. It's a great scenario for him. I think we can probably give that one to our uh, Black Order. Yeah. Do you want to give Gamma? Which one to Black uh, Order? Demons. Demons downtown. Sure, that's on the secures, though, uh, to, for the extract. Well, he's talking what about I'm saying this, is he's we can about, start like, looking at the secures. Down. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at the secures that are left, and what do we like on those secures? Okay. Well, I, I, I want to back up for a second, just say that if we agree to Black Order and, and Criminal Syndicate, I think that leaves you wide open for whatever like you, probably like four different teams. Whatever you teams, want for the last one. Which probably the most open decision would be the third one. But I think that's not an accident. We're doing this on purpose, right? We're yeah. creating like teams that are very like niche, so that you can kind of just play the good stuff. Yeah. Um, so that you're so, not playing a team yeah. that is a, a substandard version. Black Order is a competitive team. Criminal Syndicate is a competitive team. Maybe it's not quite at the top, but it's still pretty. You know, it's like one point two tier uh, if it's yeah. not in top tier. Um, and then we've got a whole load. We can play Asgard, we can play Wakanda, we can play Asgard with Wakanda, we can play as like a triple Asgard, Wakanda, A-Force, Roster, you know, we've got all sorts of options. And all of none of those characters, none of those sort of really good characters are wanted anywhere else, really. Maybe Modok's wanted in Criminal Syndicate. Maybe there's going to be a bit of a fight over who gets Modok, but I don't think he's key to either, either way around. Uh, Enchantress is going to be a, a tough one as to who gets Enchantress, I think, but I think we're kind of there. We just need to think what we're I think the thing that like like we're looking at here is like especially with like how we're like developing these two that we have already is they have a very specific strict game plan and that makes it really good for a team tournament because you can go in and say, Okay, well this guy has this roster, this guy has this roster, this guy's gonna be terrible against this hired muscle list in regards to either the extracts or the secures. They just it, like the how we're building these lists just plays into a team tournament team tournament um format extremely well because it's a single basically a single-minded goal list with a very straightforward game plan and it's not like super complex or um i'm gonna go and hopefully get this crazy janky play to go off it's very straightforward simple at its core and it's 
that's I think that's the easiest way to do something like this is simplicity. I, I have some interesting thoughts for you guys. Um, and, and this is, I think what I'm learning from this discussion is secures and extracts are probably the most important part of this entire format. Because th let's think about this, okay? First thing is you still got Deadly Meteors, Mutant Madman, and then I forget, is it Spider Portals you have to flip? Yeah. So you've got the ones that cost a lot of power. Now, those clearly don't want to go anywhere near Criminal Syndicate. Yeah. I think you could play them with Black Order, but you probably don't want to. I think so does that mean we too, like yeah. play Asgard maybe as like a third and then force that? And that also makes me think we need to be careful to allow our teams to beat other teams that are trying mm -hmm. to do the same thing we are. So, for example, um, uh, we need to make sure we can beat... Um, like for example like uh if you were playing uh what is it uh mm -hmm. senators one tr strategy to beat someone who's like grabbing things and running away is to make sure you can score enough points in your game so for example if you were playing asgard you'd probably be happy to play deadly meteors because you could theoretically hoard the three vps from deadly meteors every turn if you're mm -hmm. doing a good job while they're running around with a uh, senator at the same time, Gamma is a really good choice. If someone grabs a Senator and you're playing Gamma, we'll just score a lot of points on Gamma, right? So we, we probably want to split up Gamma for someone who maybe needs issues with scoring. Um, Fisk and Terrigen Cloud are also very good at countering Senators because they're high score and you can kind of, especially if you're playing Criminal Syndicate, you can kind of hoard those, right? Yeah, you also so think too, yeah. So we need to give Gamma, and, and maybe this is just obvious, we give Gamma yep. to Black Order. Now they... Black Order's good at 15. It's a high scoring, so Black Order won't fall behind on points. Yeah, right? um, it's tight in so that Thanos can reel in and murder people. I, I don't hate that at all. Um, maybe that pushes us slightly away from Wakanda as our good guy affiliation because they're, you know, famously good on, on Gamma. Yeah, and, and, so, well, and so that's why I'm getting at is like these choices are actually crazy critical. You need to make sure you can play what, like, top tier. With everything, I mean, so mutant madman though is bad into senators, and I'm just using senators as an example. This could easily be like scrolls or alien ship. Yeah, but um, do we need to give the guy playing, hypothetically maybe even Asgard, what's the other backup plan to score fast? Maybe they need gamma, and we don't give gamma to Black well, Order. Maybe Black Order can just kill the guy with well, the I mean, senator. Doesn't Black Order you know, want a I mean, slow game? Looking at what, yeah, so like. I don't think they mind. I think they can play well on yeah. Gamma. Like you said, the 15 threat is good. Not bringing any 16s in your Black Order roster is a good idea. For sure. Um, um, we've got 2D secures as well, so there's an argument maybe we go like Web Warriors and play the double D. So are we playing this with the mindset mm -hmm. that we have Amazing Spider-Man or no? I don't think you can have Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, I think that changes it, and I think it becomes almost a slam. Yeah, because if it's if you have Amazing Spider-Man, then it's absolutely go Black Order Web Warriors. I think that's, I think. And then you could have Angela in Criminal Syndicate, like Splish yeah. wanted. Yeah, my concern though, playing Web Warriors is you're now not taking advantage of like Deadly Meteors, Mutant Madman, uh, and you I could even you just... go all in and bring like portal over on the city if you want to be an absolute maniac. Yeah, you could, but I think what would work really well is like a, an Asgard Web Warriors duel and you uh, take... Dual affiliation? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and then you take one of the Ds, one of the pay to flips, and a third of choice. So you, depending whether you want to lean heavier on Web Warriors or heavier on Asgard. Hmm. Okay. I'm I'm with you. I'm starting to see what you're saying. So do you do you just force Meteor Madman and call it a day, and then like as a third option, something that's more like Wakanda or Web Warrior E kind of thing, like like for example. Uh, I mean, Infinity Formula extra power is pretty in, pretty enjoyable as a Web Warrior player. For sure, right? yeah, I agree. Uh, and it's got four, which is nice. Uh, I think the, the, I, the, the better on the more spread out ones is... Riot Sparks, I find, is really good um, for, Syndicate. for Criminal yeah. Syndicate because they like to heal. That's true, I, I'm down with that. Uh, I think Portals overrun uh, City with Spider People. That gives uh, again its power generation for Web Warriors, so it's the D shape and it's got potential for power generation. So that's not awful for them. I mean, they that like they like well interacting because... though. They they don't like interacting. They probably would rather they would do Black Order descends on Earth. I think. Uh, sorry, yeah, I'm I'm getting those mixed up. You're right. Spider Portals is bad for them. It's so, Black Order descends. So we can give Spider Portals to Black Order, and they'll probably just never use it. Yeah, and they, they could. But... No, they're they're pretty bad on it as well. I reckon. Uh, and also you've got 16 for Web Warriors, and that's not a bad uh, build, build number for Web Warriors, 16 well, for the I was thinking this would be the total here. But... So, what, so just for people who can't see it, we're, we're all doing this in GTS. <laughs> we've got Mutant Madman, Deadly Meteors, Infinity Formula. I think I would quite happily swap Mutant Madman for Cosmic yep. Invasion, but it looks like you're leaning heavier Asgard there, which is totally understandable. Yeah, no, it's because I'm trying to put a pressure on the opponent to like not be comfortable with this. With with us going like, they, like, let's say they were primarily web wares, they would be groaning at the idea of having to play into Deadly Meteors or Mutant mm-hmm. Madman. Just knowing sure, that's a power drain on their team. If they're playing web warriors and they win priority, they're probably gonna choose secures anyway. But I guess then if you get Well you mean Well you sure. If you want to But you they don't always win priority. Sure, but when you're building a roster, do you build it and try and maximize when you win priority or try and mitigate when you lose priority? Because I know I think which um, one I think is better in a competitive scene. I would rather have something I'm good at and then force my opponent to feel like they have to play See, around I'd rather, with that. I'd rather know? plan um, for when I don't have priority. So because if you plan for not having priority, then you're going to be prepared for when you do have priority. Yeah. Um, and I, my roster building these days is so much of I need a good plan on extract, I need a good plan on secure, and I need a plan for when I don't have priority on both of those as well. Um, and that's it's really it's really hard to do. Yeah, well, that's a whole podcast conversation about what to do when you lose priority because I, I have a lot of thoughts on that. But okay. well, we'll, we'll um, pick that up. <laughs> you know, right, so uh, I, I I think you you have the thing you're you're yep. leaning on, and then you have to have a plan for when it doesn't work. Yeah, you know. So we're thinking Asgard, lean Asgard, back up Web Warriors. Is that what we're thinking? So is this kind of a as, yeah. Asgard for so, your extracts? Because I don't... Well, I mean, you've put Infinity Formula in there. You know, Wakanda's pretty good on that too. We could have Wakanda quite happily. Yeah, it's kind of boring. But literally since the game almost existed, we've had Wakanda Asgard as a team. But it's good, right? It is good, um, yeah. And if you're going in thinking we want to win that, saying we've got Wakanda Asgard well, as one, Criminal Syndicate as another, and Blackwater as a third, that's a pretty good lineup with very little let's, overlap. Let's look at something real quick. Is what well, does the Black Order list we're looking at, or the Criminal Syndicate list that we're looking at, want Okoye? Because if they do, then we don't want we don't want Wakanda. We want Web Warriors there. So, 
Um, this is the one thing I, I did discuss with Jacob Pryor. Is two, two drops are always really big here. I think you're giving the better team Okoye, like the I, I don't know the what, what's the word for it? The team that's just going to be stacked with tier lists. Like you're guaranteeing um, your reader. Yeah. Is your you're reader. giving them Okoye. Yeah, I think uh, Toad is very comfortable to be part of the Criminal Syndicate because he's objective based. He's fat on the front yep. side, and it's and not then a, it's not ideal, but Nebula's perfectly good in Black Order. She's probably not the one I would pick given free choice, but we're going to have to make some concessions here, and she's still good in Black yeah. Order. So I think right. she's a decent two threat for them. Fair enough. Oh yeah, Nebula, give her extra dice. She's got the full reroll. She's going to do Fair some enough. work. Yeah. Um, All right. So say yeah. I'd say so. And then the other option is what. I mean, there's really just Black Widow, who's like the last choice, right? Well, there's Rocket, but mm, yeah, it doesn't really fit with any of the ones we're talking about. Yeah, Rocket certainly has fallen off. Um, and, and, so, and, and uh, it's true. Uh, Okoye, I know if you talk to people who are diehard Asgard fans, they they, I mean, everyone loves Okoye, but I think she's like kind of one of the most important characters, just a good two threat in general, because they're kind of top heavy. So you yeah. need that two threat to fix it. It's true. If we're going Asgard, um, what other two threat would you take with Asgard? It would yeah. be Okoye. <laughs> or yeah, Black Widow, I, think, I guess. I think, I think it's is going in the good guy roster. Yeah. Well, that that's the thing, right? So uh, what am I missing here? You need uh well, let's, let's, take a, let's take a pause real quick. Uh, are we locked in with these objectives and want to run them down real quick for what we're thinking? Notice so, I ended up putting yeah. senators with Black Order. I had a feeling that would happen. So let's walk through um, this from left to right. I will say Criminal Syndicate likes cubes, but since they're so all in on the, the they got the dog for Mystic Herbs, they've got the hired muscles craziness. So yeah. cubes probably moves over. Yeah. Um, cubes is also pretty good with Asgard because they can heal off that damage. Yep, if they want to. They can ignore it, yeah. Uh, and we got hammers with Asgard. Okay, uh, this is give us a rundown of our three All affiliations right. we've uh, decided on. Our three on our so three. So we'll start with the left, um, our left. Uh, we have a, a primary focus on Black Order uh, with mutant extremists, scrolls, alien ship, and then for secures we got portals uh, with spider people, gamma waves, and demons downtown. So that is a focus on Black Order. Our middle is a focus on Criminal Syndicate with Spider Infected, Panic Grips, Mystic Wakanda Herbs, Fisk, Terrigen Clouds, and Extremists. And then on our right, we have a primary focus on Asgard slash Wakanda, and that will be Cubes, Montessi Formula, Hammers, uh, Mutant Madmen, Meteors, and Infinity Formula. Hmm. It's unfortunate Loki can't take the mind gem, but such is life. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't even know if you play Loki without that gem. Uh. Yeah. You know what's funny is the the tier list group here. I'm actually struggling to find two more characters. Uh. Kind of running low, <laughs> but I don't know, right. even know if it matters. Let's let's start talking characters. So in while sure. this has been doing that, Sploosh has been putting out some characters. Sploosh, do you want to run us through what we've got in Black Order so far? Yeah, uh, let's see. I'm actually short one character, and I mean, nope. I don't think it matters because uh, I think this core is so solid. Um, but the obvious Thanos, uh, Corvus Proxima, I mean, that's just so, like, everyone knows that. And then, of course, Corvus must bring reality. Sometimes Thanos brings reality. 
and then mind gem and time gem which is the kind of the new hotness mm-hmm. out there um i mean that core alone can play like half the game yeah. itself without any help um but you've got nebula uh running those rerolls, and i know from talking to utility cookies really high on baron zemo in this team uh giving those extra rerolls to thanos uh, or of course, Baron getting extra dice plus uh, his swordsman is a massive amount of rerolls. And to finish it off, uh, probably the only surprise here would be Black Dwarf. Um, I wouldn't personally think Black Dwarf, but I've talked again to people who've been playing Black Dwarf consistently lately, and they tell me you can play like Black Dwarf in the awkward like fourteen threat situations uh, and kind of mix things up. And there's even situations, by the way, where I've heard you don't even bother playing uh, Proxima, but you put in Zemo and then Reality mm-hmm. Corvus and uh, just kind of skip okay. the whole husband-wife thing since you might have priority. Well, I got, I got a spot for you oh, for this. your last character here. Um, and just hear me out. Um, it may take up a tactic, tactic card slot, but what about throwing in Punisher and his victory point card and going, if you do play that, you go for the extra VP cash in. I don't think I would ever override Zemo as the problem. So. Like, keep in mind because yeah, of these gems. <laughs> I mean, what what do you what? Yeah, what do you? You're 15. What 16, 17? With just adding gems, you can go up to 17. And then you add in Zemo, that's a 23. So at this right point, there. then you might as well like, just throw a Maw in there for your last roster slot and just not even worry about it. Well, no, I mean, I'm sure well, there's a situation where you would need to. I'd have to think about this a little bit, but. You've got, the, um, you've got the classic problem of 14 and 16 in Black yeah. Order. Um, and Dave, uh, sorry, Utility Cookie Dave, uh, has recently answered on Facebook what he likes at 14 and 16. So just to steal from him, 14, he likes Thanos Mind, Corvus Reality, and then for us, it'd be Nebula. He said a Koye or Nebula, but we've got a Nebula. So that's 14. And for 16, he likes Thanos with Mind and Power. Corvus Reality Proxima. So just a one threat gem. We've got a space in the roster. We could just throw a one. So we add power gem in? Is that or, the or the soul gem, if you rather. I mean, I think they're kind of interchangeable. Um, I think power gem might be slightly better because it gives them the power yeah. early and it needs to activate late. So maybe well, we've run a roster with four gems just to smooth out. Four that gems. Thing. Look at us go. That's funny. Like, that's actually Thanks. amazing to Thanks, me. Cook. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought power gem, but sure. I mean, Power gems. I've always okay. liked the power gem, but I also played Guardians for a long time, so I'm kind of biased. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I mean, he's got great ways, great well, yeah, ways to spend like, power. There are times um, where you'll come into Thanos, especially if you do time and power. If I mean, that's not going to work with that that point cost, but time and power, you're definitely going to be able to use all the power you get from it. Uh, I think you're huh. always going to want the mind gem. If you're running reality on Corvus, you're always going to want the mind gem to pull people in for Corvus yeah. to murder. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, mind gem stapled, and reality is obviously Corvus's yeah. thing. Yeah, but I do. I do. But, think, uh, given um, given that we've got a roster slot, that fixes our problem at uh, sixteen. So that that's not awful. Yeah, and I like it. All right. I don't think we're going to be taking any characters that want any of those other gems. No, um, Loki might want mind, but I think that's that's pretty solid. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's go to. Oh, I think we're we going to need Loki. Uh, in Syndicate, sure. we got yeah. Kingpin, Ant Man, Crossbones, Toad, Goblin, Modok, Taskmaster, Lockjaw, and Hella. And we are short one. Maybe Killmonger? I was 
if you wanted to go for uh, a base syndicate. I, I, I was think thinking I uh, go with everybody's been saying and throw Deadpool in that slot. There's this guy, Bullseye. I know that's kind of good. The go wide strategy is like out there. No, um, do you know what? Yeah, I think Dizzard's right. Why have we not put Deadpool in there if Deadpool's going to be out for this event? Deadpool. Is he? Yeah. Well, oh, who knows? Release schedule. Who I don't knows? know. Let's imagine he yeah, is. Yeah, we may not want to agree to that. I, I mean, sure, Deadpool first. Yeah, okay, if he's Deadpool's out. Deadpool's like number one, but who would be our if Deadpool's not out? I mean, Bullseye is possible, I guess. Um, and it's funny. I played this team. I I would want Medusa, but I think she might be busy. Um, what about Domino? If we want to go for a beat face, if we've got like a really I mean, slow if, setup if somehow, if the, that goes back if to Deadpool's, my issue. Yeah, Deadpool's yet. not out. Then Domino's not out yet either. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. I would say I would say yeah. if we can Deadpool, if not Bullseye. It's funny. I should know the answer to this. I think I played Medusa here and. Yeah. Um. Oh. It, oh. Oh. They want Enchantress, but I think Enchantress will think be busy. I think Hella was actually a cool little twist that you threw out there. Um. Is there any yeah. other powered characters? Probably not. I mean, it's just Loki. But um, she Hulk. She Hulk. I don't think you take Loki. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think this decision matters. Um, you could throw Mystique in and do some kind of grabby thing, but it's not really uh, their style. Yeah, Mystique and then possibility for deception. Yeah, it's not really their style at all. Uh, unfortunately, they're missing Dwarf. I really enjoyed Dwarf in this team, but you kind of have Hela I mean, as a so replacement. Let's, let's look at well, this. Take Dwarf out of Black Order then and pick a different four because you never need him for affiliation. Uh, nah, maybe I'm wrong. I, well, but in my conversation with Cookie, let's, he like let's talk Dwarf about Mystique real quick because I think Mystique's play can go with Syndicate if you play Deception different than what people normally play it as. Because typically you play Deception to roll a player, a character into you. What about running Mystique Lawn and pulling a character completely away from the center of the board? Hmm. I don't know. You know. You know what I would choose, and I used to when I okay so. Oh, I've got, I know. I've got one. I've got one. We put Miles in there. Miles? We're playing, Miles? Yeah. We're playing one of those things where, let's say we're playing on Alien Ship, and we want oh, to steal the Alien Ship off them, and then we can pass so it around. So playing the same role as Enchantress would just not Enchantress. Similar. But we need Enchantress potentially for the Asgard. Yeah, so. I was going to put Miles in the uh, the Dream Team, but um, maybe he's sort of like the... the a slight pass on you know we're trying to play enchantress but we can't yeah. situation yeah and um, if looking at the character you got there we, we're, he's going to be competing with valkyrie and maybe shuri and ghost spider that's already three fantastic three threats are you ever going to need miles especially when enchantress can do a similar thing to him i don't think so yeah so all right I, i'm not against it sure let's just for the, and i don't think it matters to be honest i agree so. that just leaves us <laughs> good guy dot list yeah um, you want to do this, Jacob? You know how to talk about the good guys. Sure. So we've got uh, some Asgardians in there in the form of Thor, Angela, Enchantress, and Valkyrie. They're pretty good. We've got some Wakandans in there in the form of Black Panther, Shuri, and Okoye. Also pretty good. Uh, the Asgardians are good with the Wakandans. The Wakandans are good with the Asgardians. Seems really good. Uh, in addition, we've thrown in Medusa and Ghost Spider. Uh, Ghost Spider means we've got, interestingly, it means we've got the option for Wakanda Wave, but we don't have Wakanda, but maybe we keep that in there as our counter to the Gamma player, so that if someone plays Gamma into us, we can drop Wakanda Wave into them. Um, but without actually taking it, that's an interesting one. Hmm. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so then we just need like a uh, a ninth character to round this out. Uh, and Sploosh, you just put one out there. Do you want to talk about him? Well, I know um, talking to people about some modern day, uh, uh, what is it? Well, I mean, we already have Angela, which is just great. But um, I, I could see Wakanda wanting a, a high threat version, maybe with Doctor Strange for adding extra defense um, or just some more control. I, I think Doctor Strange could be uh, the, the 10th character. I like Ghost Spider, too, um, just in general. Um, I agree. She's great. She's controlly. She's she she could be part of your Wakanda wave. I mean, Ghost Spider, Valkyrie, Panther, Shuri, Okoye. Do we need to yep. see more? Except, so, uh, you know, like I said, you haven't got Gamma in our secures, but that's that's kind sure, of sure. But they, they, they pick Gamma, and then you have you know yeah, you're they, going second, so you're yeah, happy, they, right? They, they don't pick Gamma against you unless they've got a really good plan. <laughs> yeah, so I think this this locks it for me, to be honest. I think definitely the tenth character, Doctor Strange, is a bit of a wild card, but I think. Um, I've had people convince me that he's actually decent in Wakanda as uh, to kind of tank him up at the high threats. I don't know if you end up just playing Asgard anyway, but, you um, know. What about stealing Modok off from the Syndicate? How much do they want him? Uh, there's different schools of thought there. I think if you took Modok out of here, you'd add, like, Bullseye and, like, Black Widow or something and do some kind of, like, more go-wide option with Criminal Syndicate. And I think... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't hate that. Um, but, I mean, I mean, you want to do that? You use the Toad instead of the. I mean, or you want Toad and Black Widow? You mean? Potentially, I think that's part of their go wide strategy. Yeah. Is, so you'd have to cut Miles, add Bullseye and Widow into this, and then you're. I don't know if that like unravels the whole Lockjaw thing. Like having Lockjaw and Modok is kind of cool. That's true. Yeah, that, that's a nice synergy of getting Modok up there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think. Um, I'm, I'm yeah, I think you want to utilize lockjaw as much as possible yeah i don't hate strange uh, i think that's fine um yeah we've got decent and you know for people that don't want to follow literally card for card what we're saying i mean there is the option of alternatives <laughs> so sure. your alternative could be well. go wide yeah. the All wide right. syndicate made it to the top 16 i mean we lost to what uh, morgan um yeah. playing with bullseye I mean, Bullseye was in, like, I think top eight, or was it? Yeah, it was top eight. So, you know, don't make fun of Bullseye so much, right, people? Mm -hmm. um, so. Okay, well, that leaves us. We've got sort of a, a, an outline of rosters. And that was that felt surprisingly simple. There wasn't many pinch points. We talked about Okoye. We talked about Enchantress. But apart from that, I mean, Angela, as soon as we said Asgard, Angela was going there. But it didn't feel like there was huge tensions mm -hmm. there. It just meant so long as we chose our affiliations, and it, which was kind of dictated by the extracts, and we picked affiliations where well, we've got four gems in one roster, which uh, means there's not many people want those. Well, I think so. I think one of the key things that what alternatives are there? We we did skip web warriors, and we easily could have made Wakanda turn, yeah. become web warriors very yeah, easily. Like Wakanda A Force, that would have been good. We're not far off that I think, anyway. I guess I think if, you could like throw She Hulk in there instead of uh, Strange and have like a really good. The issue is going to be tactics cards. Yeah, you'd be you would between Wakanda Forever and Odin's yeah. Blessing, like She Hulk's just not fitting in. Yeah. Um now you could just play A Force and Yeah, you know. or like A Force Wakanda, I hear that's a pretty good roster. <laughs> yeah, good point. That just won a season. Um 
So yeah, Asgard's a bit of a hedge. I think the Asgard hedge is towards the Deadly Meteors, personally, and Mutant Madman. I think just taxing your opponent is kind of cool. And this would be a good roster to throw into Criminal Syndicate, because you'd guarantee, you know, win priority, get the thing that makes them annoyed. Yep. Um, and, and Black Order probably could handle Syndicate a little bit by just killing them all. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I... I don't like so. There's Avengers and um, Cabal. I don't think they like would be bad here, but I think they don't like overly push these objectives in a way that you're looking for in a competitive mm -hmm. situation. Yeah. All um, right. Try and hit quickly then on tactics cards. I mean, we could start by putting out the easy affiliated ones. Oh, good point. Okay, so again, the reason Black Order is nutty is like it's like they look at tactics cards differently than everyone else. Like for yeah. example. They don't really care about Brace. They're, uh, the, another ta uh, thing I think that's really cool with them is you want to bring, um, and I've seen Cookie use um, the Poison one, where they people can't heal their character. What's that called? Yeah, Grievous Wounds. Grievous, yep. So Grievous Wounds, I'm playing with Black Order. Black the question is who gets Med Kit? I think Black Order probably uses it the best. I think it should go to... And then I'd be willing to give Patch Up to Asgard. I think that's good, yeah. I yeah. think that's good that because... Angela's often got way more power than she needs. Probably field dressing with Criminal Syndicate because they care more about being healthy. I'd agree. Um, what other restricted... We got Brace. Who gets Brace? Um, I would say Asgard, Wakanda. I'm kind of leaning Criminal Syndicate because they got Modoc. It was like a that's bowling true. ball. Um, something else to consider yeah. is giving Syndicate Lockjaws not get KO'd card. Well, I guess that's KO, not not days. Yeah. Never mind. I was thinking. I was thinking days. Yeah, sure about no, that. Never mind. Never yeah. mind. Um, <laughs> what other restricted cards am I missing? It's only just um, uh, Doom Prophecy. Does anyone right? want Doom yeah. Prophecy? I don't think so, so. Maybe we. I don't think we bring that. So uh, it's not bad in Black Order, actually, for when you really need to kill someone. Dwarf. Mm, I don't know that they need it. Um, let's see. They maybe not. Their obvious picks is the teleporty thing. Mothership. Yeah, we could take I was some affiliated ones, but. Um, Mothership on Black Order, put Wakanda Forever, Odin Smetting, and Rainbow Bridge on Target Guys. Who gets and, bitter rivals? Uh, who's playing the most on tight secures? Black Order? Mm. Uh, Black Order, yeah. They've got Gamma and Demons. You give it to Black Order. Is that overkill? My god, they're just going to kill everyone. Oh, um, I would I would be tempting to consider bitter rivals on Criminal Syndicate because they're on Terrigen and well, Fisk, which tend to the cluster. Cool so oh, here's I can see that. But the nice thing is though is bitter rivals with Black Order is you might be able to get a team wipe round two. Like you're getting bitter rivals off easily because of Thanos' power, and you should have people in to kill, and Thanos will be definitely there to move people around. So I think you can like get the most bane for your buck and just really go super kill team with Black Order with bitter rivals in there, especially with the scenarios you have with them. I don't know. So what are we? Sorry, what what are we trying to do here? Are we? So we're just, we're bitter. First of all, let's just say bitter rivals is yeah. good for everybody. Yeah. So okay. so it's just um, um, um. But I think disarm you probably want. I, disarms disarms ideal with Corvus Proxima because the husband wife, but probably they don't need the help. No. Um, criminals that helps them stay alive longer. Yeah, I think and stay on their health. I think disarm is syndicate and bitter rivals to Black Order because they'll abuse the negative defense. Okay. Can can anyone exploit uh, blind obsession here? Uh, I think you probably want blind obsession 
uh, with the good yeah. guys, with the Wakanda Asgard. Interesting. That's good. Because um, Infinity Formulas, uh, Deadly Meteors, yeah, any of those, you can have those sort of one-on-ones going on, which it's great for. Oh, man, yeah. Splitter just pulled out Climbing Gear. I think Climbing Gear's got to be back order. Oh, man, but Chris, so good in Criminal Syndicate, too. I think maybe you take Extreme Conditioning for Criminal Syndicate and Climbing Gear for back order. I think Climbing Gear uses the other one, Extreme Conditioning. Yeah. Popular card. yeah, extreme conditioning um, for so yeah, we're getting there, we're getting there. We've got four for Black Order, five for good guys, and five. We also have Aim Lackey that is a good climbing gear. Yeah, oh, yeah, Aim Lackey's in the Murdoch list. Yep, I love that. Um, um, advanced RD, that's got to be Enchantress. Agreed, and maybe like turn one, charge on Thor. So we're filling out pretty good here. What else does Black Order use? Uh, execute potentially, or um. Uh, Ooh, what's what's the one called? What's the blood black. spare? That's blood happening. Blood spare for black yeah. water. It's really good. Um, hmm. What are the other popular cards that we haven't got to yet? Uh, uh, cruelty. I know. Um, what's I've seen a lot. Face? I've seen it a lot uh, more recently. Soon as a big yeah. proponent of cruelty. I'm, I'm a fan of cruelty. I hate seeing it across the table. For what me. about inspiring monologue? Do you think anybody would need that? Hmm. Like Syndicate might want that for a big beefy hmm. turn to hold objectives. Nah, I don't know. We uh, I think Syndicate's pretty wrapped up. Do, is Follow Me playable in Black Order? With Thanos' power? Yeah. But no matter the cost. Power follow Me, I don't think. Uh, yeah, no matter the cost with Miles, probably. Oh, yeah, that's true. That could be playable with Syndicate. Syndicate's getting a lot of cards. Um, that's that's eight. Hmm. If, we, if we give them no matter the cost, that's Syndicate done. Vibranium Shielding's not bad. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it doesn't do what Wakanda wanted. If you go for a Wakanda kill team, then it's, yeah, not bad. Ooh, Tactical Analysis. I like that. I've always liked Tactical Analysis, and it's kind of fallen off my radar. So I think that would be great as the movement card in The Good Guys. You know what's a good card that doesn't get any love is Sacrifice. But who wants it here? Yeah. I don't know. That's the thing. Uh, I'm going to give Tactical Analysis because you've got so many oh, people. Who... Oh. All you've oh, got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good card. So do we want to move Field Dressing potentially to make All You've Got better? And no, if so, who gets it? Uh, criminal Sin? Um, yeah, maybe. Well, All You've Got with Modoc is good times. Yeah. That's true, and then criminal, and then the. It seems like Syndicate's getting too much love. Maybe we give Disarm to so someone else. So I think else. you get bitter rivals to Black Order, and then all you've got to. I totally agree. Um, I'm with Disarm now. Give them bitter rivals. I think we're running out of the top tier cards, though. So I think are we filled up? How are we doing? Uh, we filled up criminal Syndicate. Black Order needs Black Order them... needs two, and Asgard needs one. I did field dressing like this. Um... We've we've kind of like indirectly just created a tier list for um, tactics cards too, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. What about yeah, what about recal for Black Order? Just really just keep stacking on the kill team. Yeah. Yep. That's a good solid card. You're never going to be sad. You've got it. I think I pulled that already. Yep. Yeah. 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 
So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There is execute, four. by the way. I, yeah. I have seen execute played by like for Morgan against Black Order. Like I agree. A, I think card. a decent card in Black Order, and it's a good eighth card if we haven't got anything better. Uh, well, there. Yeah, I mean, they're at right there is eight, so that seems good. And um, then we just need one more for like team good guys. Um, um, are there any? I think vibranium shielding is solid. I just don't think you're ever going to play it. So let's say if I'm playing, let's say I'm playing Wakanda, I'm going to take. Uh, you Wakanda wouldn't line obsession if it's like gamma, so you'd be like. The issue you've got is with Wakanda like Gamma, these cards? priority and vibranium shielding is one of those cards like disarm that you really ought to have priority for. Sure, I mean blind obsession is too narrow, and then you've got rainbow bridge and Odin's blessing, so you've kind of need that next card to be really flexible. So maybe it shouldn't. Yeah, maybe it should be one of these then. I mean, Battle Lust on Shuri is quite fun. Push them twice. Move, push somebody twice. Put them out of the game for like a, like, it's like a double stagger. I don't hate it. Uh, I think Battle uh, Lust doesn't get enough love. I think Follow Me is really good. Uh, I think Follow Me on Medusa is kind of actually like secret awesome because she floods. Yeah. Um, I don't know, though, that you play that as like your primary strategy and... Every oh well, so Angela tends to flood too, so that's two prime characters that flood on power. It's kind of interesting. Follow me. Well, maybe they want the follow. Yeah, maybe they do want to follow me. Yeah. I, I I that's my experience with Angela. She gets up to like six power, and you're like, what do I do with it? Because <laughs> it's like oh. once you throw something, you're kind of done with power. Um. So, blind obsession. You know, you know how we were going to put hired muscle in uh, Criminal Syndicate? Oh, we forgot hired muscle. Yeah, I hear that's a good card. Yeah, I hear that's pretty good. We don't. No matter the cost, it doesn't need to be. Here. No, I think you take out disarm. Give someone else disarm. I think no matter the cost with miles is exactly what they're going okay. to want on some matchups. Sure. So give disarm okay. to like the good guys. Feel strong. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. Disarm is very good with Wakanda, and why not with Asgard? And it's pretty much playable in every single game you play. So, yeah. so is Blind Obsession out? Are we leaving Follow Me in? Or are we still like Blind Obsession? I, I like Blind Obsession. I think that's that's good. Okay, play. Follow Me is out. So there we go. We're, uh, we've got we've got a full roster. Does it? Do you want to run us through our first draft of this roster, which has only taken us what about about an hour to make? <laughs> All right. So we're gonna start with Black Order. We have Black Order with Thanos, Power Gem, Time Gem. Reality Gem, and the Mind Gem, Nebula, Zemo, Proxima, Corvus, and Black Dwarf. And for Tactics cards, we got Recal, Bitter Rivals, Grievous Wounds, Med Pack, Mothership, Climbing Gear, Blood Despair, and Execute. And then for uh, Scenarios, we got uh, Mutant Senator, uh, sorry, Senators, Scrolls, Alien ship and secures. We got demons, gamma, and portals. So it's a very close quarters combat kill team. Um, Jacob, do you want to hit the uh, syndicate team? Muted. Can't hear Jacob. Sure. Uh, for criminal syndicate, we've got Kingpin as the leader. We've got Modok, Taskmaster. Crossbones, uh, Green Goblin, 
and then Ant-Man, Toad, Lockjaw, Hella, and Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Cards we got for them are Extreme Conditioning, Field Dressing, Brace for Impact, All You've Got, No Matter the Cost, Aim Lackeys, Cruelty, and Hired Muscle. And the crises we've got to go with them are on extract spider infected invade Manhattan, panic grips as evacuation efforts continue, and mystic Wakandan herbs fact or fiction. And for secures, Mayor Fisk fails to find missing witnesses, Terrigen clouds sweep over city, and riot spark over extremist 3.0. Spoosh, do you want to take us through our good guys? Sure, I get the cool uh, dream team. Uh, they're gonna. The dream team is made up of Asgard and Wakanda. They're going to be playing uh, Struggle for the Cubes, Montessi uh and fear grips worthy uh which is going to be kind of focused on grabbing things early hopefully but also they're strong with uh, mutant madman deadly meteors and infinity formula goes missing so they got that flex of draining people's power uh so it's kind of obvious we got panther koi shuri and then we got thor valkyrie angela enchantress covering uh the asgard side and then our Flex characters would be uh, Ghost Spider, Medusa, and Doctor Strange. Uh, and then their cards, let's see, Rainbow Bridge, Odin's Blessing for the Asgardians. We've got, of course, Wakanda Forever. And then uh, the cool, fun cards, we got Tactical Analysis, Patch Up, Disarm, Blind Obsession, and Advanced R&D. And that's awesome. it. Um, there you go. That feels like there was a little bit of tension in the tactics mm. cards but that felt relatively easy there was nothing i was like really umming and ahhing over it's like uh could go here could go yeah. here probably better here that felt like it wasn't it was interesting to do don't think it felt like it was too taxing no. but maybe that's as a result of the rosters that we went into i think the objectives almost like built themselves I think the characters generally, like the 10th character seemed to not matter that much. However, I will say there was some flex, like we didn't go wide with Criminal Syndicate when someone could do that. Maybe somebody disagrees about Baron Zemo and wants Mystique with Black Order. I could see Deception being kind of cute with Black Order. Yeah. Um, you know, and then there's always the option to go crazy with Doom Prophecy and play Avengers or something. But uh, yeah, I think Tactics Cards is the tightest and... You know, even as we were reading them, I was like, oh, man, it kind of hurts that this team doesn't get that. But probably that's where the fun begins, right, uh, is that people are slightly under their perfect choices, you know, and the restricted list yep. is going to do that to you. Um, but I, I think Black Order is really like the secret weapon because they're like the one affiliation where, like, if you just give them med pack, they're pretty happy. Um, yeah. Brace isn't as significant since most of them have in, a form of invulnerability. And uh, field dressing's fine, but it's whatever. Uh, patch up's probably not that good because there are too few characters. And uh, yeah, so I think having like uh, you know an enabler f affiliation like Black Order kind of points you into helping out. And then you've we've kind of created a super team, and I imagine uh, you know people aren't going to be too excited to run into the super team, <laughs> you know. Um, well, if I'm facing down any of these lists, I'm going to be going yuck, yuck, and yuck. How have you? managed to not yeah. have any concessions here you've got like they're pretty close to three rosters that you would just take anyway there's a couple of random things in there like hella but apart from that it just it doesn't look like we've made lots of hard choices yeah and like criminal syndicate i think gives you that first impulse of like eh, they're not that bad but you add in hired muscle and um the fact that they get to play fisk and terrigen uh, and and could throw some hired muscle shenanigans on you. I, it's 
pretty interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you only have to win two out of three games, right? So sure. Uh, I'm feeling like as a team, you'd be really strong here. And then as always, uh, be sure to check out the Across the Bifrost Nexus. Um, so you can find that at acrossthebifrost.com. Um, just big shout out to TT and Pat for putting that whole thing together. And uh, you can find pretty much any of your MCP content creator needs there that you would like to find um and then through that you know we got our sponsors of discount games and um blackgate games uh if you're in the uk so go ahead and give across the bifrost a check if you haven't done so already you can pretty much just find anything mcp pat and tt just do an excellent job just running that site and bringing a bunch of content creators together so please don't forget to check that out and also as always don't forget that we do have a discord and it's ever growing and there's tons of wonderful conversations going on there and one final plug would be that we do have a patreon it's growing um and if you do feel like supporting the show um the link will be in the show notes and i uh, just want to thank everybody who has become a patreon or is like just been supporting us throughout the time since we started it we know we haven't had the most content for our patreon supporters um but this is in the process of changing and we'll be pushing out more and more themes um and then just come on join the discord uh Leave comments on what you thought about the show this week. If you would like more shows like this where we break into list construction like this, might be something we consider going forward with doing more things like this for Patreon content or actually doing videos so people can see what we're doing. Uh, just go ahead and just leave a comment on what you thought. Kind of do something new this time that we haven't done before. So just let us know what you thought. And uh, thanks for listening, as always. Well, that wraps it up for this episode of The Danger Room. We hope you enjoyed it and learned something to level up your next game. You can reach out to us on our Discord, Twitter, or Facebook. The links will be in the description. We have a questions channel on our Discord, so feel free to drop us some questions in there and we'll answer them on the show. Thank you for taking the time and listening to us. If you're liking what you hear, leave a rating or comment or even both. We appreciate any feedback to help us grow and become a better group to bring you the best quality content that we can. See you next time in the Danger Room. Simulation complete.